You're listening to The Author's Leverage, where it's all about your book and how to create a greater impact and a greater income with it. This podcast is for the author who knows there's more you can do with that book. Whether you're publishing your first one ever or you've written multiple bestsellers, the path to greatness begins by looking around and seeing that you are, at this moment, standing right in the middle of your own acre of diamonds. My friends, your book is a brand. I'm Parshel Tashi, creative entrepreneur and education design architect, and I'll be your guide diving into the minds of successful authors, renowned publishers, and industry experts to glean practical wisdom you can integrate into your book writing, launch, and marketing strategies today. You'll hear straight from the source how authors like you were able to publish their best work and build wildly profitable, successful businesses around it. Welcome aboard The Author's Leverage. Hello, hello. Welcome. This is another amazing episode of The Author's Leverage. I'm Parshel Tashi, and I'm here with an amazing, amazing professional entrepreneur, marketing guru, that if you're an author, you're in for such a treat. Because how many of you as authors know the importance of being on a platform, right? And how important that is for how you uh, share your work and share what it is that you're doing. So that's what today's conversation is all about. I'm so honored to be joined with Kim Stewart. She is a marketing strategy strategist and host of the Book Marketing Mania podcast. She helps nonfiction authors reach new readers by guesting on podcasts. When she's not strategizing behind the scenes, you'll find her in Dallas enjoying time with her family and indulging in coffee. I haven't had mine yet, but it's coming. Caramel (laughs) and Friends reruns. I love that. So, Kim, thank you for being here. I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you, Parshel. I'm so glad to be here too. Thanks for the invite. And I'm so glad that we got connected. Although I am a little jealous that I'm I'm here today. uh, It's the week before Thanksgiving when we record this. And we are freezing in Dallas, which is very rare. But I'm super jealous any time of the year that you're in San Diego. But I'm especially jealous today. (laughs) (laughs) I feel you. I feel you. I, I, I enjoy being here and I don't miss (laughs) <laughs> We're back where it's cold. I tell you that much. Um, so, so let's let's dive in, Kim. I, I'm intrigued because I came across you through your podcast. Actually, that's how I connected with you and heard about what you were doing. So, could you give the listeners a little bit more insight to your background and how you got into what you're doing right now? You bet. Well, and I love hearing that you connected through my podcast because I, like you, are I'm new to the podcasting world. Um, well, for hosting a podcast, I've done a lot to support podcasters, but I'm definitely new to hosting. So I definitely want to give a shout out if any of your listeners that are authors um, are thinking about starting a podcast, I would definitely encourage it because it's a great way to meet new people and build relationships as well as market your books. Um, and so, yeah, I think I, I may have told Parshall before about this, but um, several years ago, it's probably been about seven years ago now, I kind of felt the calling to write a book. I know a lot of people talk about how they had a dream, you know, their whole lives to write a book. And that was never me. But about seven years ago, I had been through a lot um, in my life with my, have a son with special needs and lost, uh, my husband and I both lost both sets of parents, you know, to illnesses and just been through lots of ups and downs in our lives. And I kind of felt like, um, God was calling me to write about that and maybe share my journey with others and encourage them. And I had gone to a writing conference to learn about writing, and I learned all about writing and publishing and marketing. And my background is in corporate marketing. So, of course, I loved hearing about book marketing. 
And I'm an avid reader as well of all kinds of genres. Um, and so I came back home and I had all this knowledge, but I didn't do anything with it. I didn't apply it to, to write my book. And so I kind of, the next year kind of felt like, okay, well, I just need to go back again. Like maybe I just wasn't ready. I just need to go back and learn it all. And I really clued into the marketing side of it. And I really felt called to use my marketing skills to help authors instead of me being an author. And so maybe someday I'll write a book, but I don't feel called to do that today. Um, And it's such a huge challenge, right? I'm so in awe of authors, but um, I did feel called to serve them in the marketing world and just bring those skills and, and help them share their messages far and wide in all kinds of different ways. So I've been doing that for several years now, and I absolutely love it. I just, uh, I love reading, like I said, and I love uh, especially in today's world, getting to connect with authors, you know, like over podcast interviews, hearing them on my ears or being on social media, like just really getting to know them. I think it's just such a, a really cool time for authors to be out there sharing their messages and impacting people's lives. So that's kind of how it all got started for me working with authors and um, I've kind of niched down to helping them pitch podcasts because podcasting is so hot right now. And uh, you can just do a lot by being a guest on a podcast. So yeah, and then that led me to start my podcast marketing mania as you said and that's how you discovered me so that's so fun because we just had um this week is our 20th episode so we're very new to it but it's just been um, a fascinating way to get to meet new people um, and just hear about what they're doing to market their books that's incredible and i love what you said about about authors it's almost like uh not not to say you have like a you're starstruck or that that feeling but i love mm-hmm. authors and i love learning mm-hmm. from them and so it definitely is exciting to be working with those that i i just i get turned on by how they're able to articulate and teach and and do it in such a succinct way right and mm-hmm. um yes makes a huge, yeah, so huge difference true. yeah yeah and so many of them have changed you know my lives through their words and i know that's what most authors, you know, want to do with their books. And so I definitely have seen um, that change. And I know like for you, what you do with authors, you know, helping them share their message through video. I mean, it's just, it's just so impactful and it's just so fun. And yeah, I'm, I, I can be starstruck for sure when I get to meet <laughs> some of my favorite authors, but you know, they're just real people and you yeah, know, they're just yeah. out there wanting to uh, share the journeys that they've been on and the lessons that they've learned to help others. A hundred percent. So talk because it's interesting, your corporate background in marketing, how how have you navigated that experience into what you're doing now? Because you mentioned, of course, podcasting is very it's, it's really mm-hmm. hot um, right now. So how, how has that influenced your ability to help authors in this way? Yeah, I think it's just um, from the strategic side of it. So I was always and always have been and and love to be the behind the scenes gal. And that's how my husband and I met. He was the sales guy and I was the marketing girl behind the scenes, you know. So I am in uh, in awe also of anybody that can get into sales (laughs) because my husband teases me all the time. I'm like the anti-sales. I don't like to sell. I don't like to be sold to. But I can market like crazy and I love helping other people market their messages. And so, yeah, back in the corporate days, um, you know, it was just... It was it was doing a lot of like trade shows, you know, meeting new customers, that kind of thing, and then sending out um, marketing materials and helping us helping our sales guys do, you know, proposals. Just a very corporate, you know, world. But the strategy that went behind it has just kind of stayed with me, and that definitely plays a part today. And and just trying to figure out as things change so rapidly nowadays, you know, what is the best strategy to market your books? And you know, sometimes it's 
things that only the author can do, like being a guest on podcasts, like actually recording the podcast is the only thing they can do, but or they are the only ones that can do it. But we can do a lot of things behind the scenes to support them. And uh, just like you, you know, you can do a lot to support them to create a video, but they've got to show up right to be the person on the video. And so I think just, yeah, that I love, love strategy, just anything thinking about how we can do things in a different way and, and approach it. And that's, I think that's what I love about the podcast guesting. Cause again, that's, you know, that wasn't around back when I was in the corporate days. I mean, it was just, you know, you had to get out there and meet people in person or do co-calls on the phone, you know, to market your <laughs> stuff. And now we don't have to do that. We have this great video platforms and um, podcasting platform. And I love just the strategic side of it. Like with authors, you know, we often think of, you know, how are we going to share our message far and wide? You know, we want to get our books in, in as many hands of our target readers as we can, but we only have, a, you know, a certain amount of, you know, platform, like you said, to do that at our own disposal, like our own email list, our own website traffic, our own, you know, social media. But when we go and, and share our message with other podcasts as a guest, we get to what people call it is kind of quote unquote, borrow their platform. And so we're getting to reach all these new listeners and readers that we would maybe not ever reach anyway right and without doing like paid ads um so it's really great because the podcast host has kind of gathered this audience together and they worked really hard to build an audience and they come for a very specific purpose and if your book um, is in alignment with that or just anything you could talk about right any message that you might be able to share is in alignment with that podcast host mission then it's just a great way to reach those listeners and encourage them and build relationships with them and you know they always you know, come and check you out. Typically after the podcast interview, I know that's how I am. When I hear somebody on a podcast share about a book, I'm immediately like wanting to go check out, you know, their book on Amazon yes. or go sign up for their email list and keep in touch with them. And yeah, it's very powerful. I love that. I love that. And and there are so many options available. You just mentioned a number of things that authors mm -hmm. can do to market and spread the word about their book, but you said that podcasting is hot. So mm -hmm. can you present to those that are listening why that is why is it hot right now and why is it such a strong strategic move for them yeah you know there's just so many podcasts out there that have been um, around for a while but they have stopped producing new episodes so even like that you know, you think of it kind of like a blog post sitting around your blog. And if it has good SEO, you know, you're going to still get traffic to it. And it's that same way with podcasts mm -hmm. is it just, it sits there forever. And you can always discover it by Googling something or you hear about a podcast. You can go listen to those episodes and be encouraged no matter when you hear it. Like it's usually, you know, sometimes it can be very timely information, but typically, especially for authors, it's not, it's evergreen. Um, and there's just new ones constantly. I don't know the number, like millions of them, you know, constantly being started and especially with the pandemic. I mean, podcasting was like on a huge up, uptick, right? But before the pandemic and then with the pandemic, so many people started podcasts because they were home, you know, and they're trying to get their messages out. Um, and so they pick podcasting platform. But yeah, it's just growing like crazy. And I think it's because it's so easy. Like I, I am an avid podcast listener. I imagine you are too, Marcelle. And, you know, like if you're in the car driving, I mean, I'm mm -hmm. typically listening to a podcast, not listening to the radio. And, you know, there's all genres you can listen to it depending on what your mood is that day right or you can listen to it when you're exercising and you can you know multitask if you're home cleaning the house or doing something else doing the dishes you know you can be listening to a podcast and um just i think just you know being able to hear somebody for like a 30 to 40 minute conversation you just really feel like you know that person so i think that's again the beauty for authors is you know 
somebody can maybe see your book on a bookshelf or see it listed in Amazon, but being able to hear your voice and really hear your passion come through is, you know, it's just amazing. So yeah, but just just the evergreen content of it, it just lives on forever and people discover it. So it's not always, I'm a guest this week and it airs this week. So whoever listens this week, hears it, period. It's like, but next week, somebody's going to discover that podcast and the next week, somebody's going to discover that podcast. And yeah, it's just, it just lives on and, and grows momentum over time, I think. So it's just, again, just a really great way to reach new readers for your book because there's a, you know, a ton of podcasts you could pitch yourself to. And I like it too, because you can, you know, it's not just about your book. Like there are some podcasts that are just talking to authors about their book, right? That's the whole purpose of it. But most of them are, you know, it's more about your journey as an author, more about what the how-tos are from your book or, you know, your personal experience that you've been through. But, you know, we have to remember as authors that, you know, we might also be just, you know, we've been blogging, we've been speaking, you know, we're moms, we're dads, you know, we're friends and, you know, we're, you know, we've had maybe a corporate background to share that doesn't have anything to do with our book, but it's a message that we could share and encourage other people. And then, you know, when, again, when they go to connect with us on our websites or social media, they're going to obviously find out about our book as well. So, yeah, there's just... Um, so much you can do with it. As you can tell, I'm super passionate about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so many things. I think one of the favorite parts that I enjoy about being on other podcasts is that I really don't, and maybe this is selfish, I don't care, but I don't have to do the work. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Like yeah. You know, it, the, the, the content is being created, you know, for you and you showed up mm-hmm. and you're part of it. Now you get to share in that in terms of how it gets out, how it's shared on social media. You can get behind that, you know, just, but again, the fact that you don't have to put in as much work except for just doing the work to get onto the podcast is, is huge. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's such so a true. great way to keep the conversation going because mm-hmm. I, I find that most authors, um, in some cases, not all, but they produce their work, it's published, and mm-hmm. then that's it. Maybe they do a speaking mm-hmm. engagement, maybe they do one or two things here, but nothing that consistently keeps the conversation going. So right. do you find that this this way of consistently, I would say, being on other podcasts and making that part of your regime is is going to be that that thing that keeps it going, that keeps the conversation yeah. going? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because that is the beauty of it. You know, again, like there's there are some podcasts that the host may be more focused on books that are releasing right now, you know, like the hot new releases on the list. But most of the podcasts, I mean, you could pitch them two years, you know, after your book comes out. And if that content is still relevant, they're going to have you on the show, you know, to share about it. So, yeah, it's just, you know, anytime you can do it. And like you said, you know, really on the guest, you should just be able to show up and share. You've, you've already got the content, right? You already wrote the book. <laughs> on it you know that content inside and out so you don't have to do anything to prepare but what I love too is um, a lot of times after a you know your interview's over especially this happens that I hear from authors all the time is you know after the interview's over they're like wow I said some really good things on that you know like they, they mm-hmm. they're like oh my gosh you know the way that the you know the the host asked me certain questions I was able to share things and so you know they can't wait for it to come out because they want to be able to repurpose that content you know they could if they're a podcast host they could put it on their own podcast or you know they could create a blog post from it they could create all kinds of social media posts about it and um, just repurpose that content so I know you know that might even be your only goal right with being a guest on podcasts is you just want to drive you know just want to be a guest to create a bunch of content like you said, because it's super easy to do that and then, you know, be able to repurpose it afterwards. That's huge. Now, how how difficult is it for an author to get onto other podcasts? 
Um, I don't, I, I mean, I don't think it's difficult. It depends on the podcast you want to get on, I guess sure. I would say. Um, and I think that, you know, you really have to kind of vet it whenever you're thinking about podcasts. Like a lot of times when we think about, oh, I want to be a guest on XYZ podcast, we think about the ones we listen to, you know, that we love. And, um, you know, we think, oh, we'd be, I'd love to be on that podcast. But you really have to look at, you know, well, one, do they have guests? Because sometimes you love podcasts that don't have guests, right? You just love the, mm-hmm. the solo shows. And so that would be difficult to be on unless right. you have a relationship with the host. I mean, but even so, if they have a solo show, they have a solo show and they don't typically take on guests. But um, yeah, and just make sure it's, you know, it's shows that are releasing new episodes. You know, you want to make sure of that. But it just make sure it's in alignment with what you want to talk about because again the things that we listen to may not be the things we can talk about you know so you just want to make sure it's um that your message i like to say your message matches the host mission you know um but yeah i think as long as you can share that you are bringing value to their audience it should be super easy i mean i say that super easy uh it just depends again you know with i think with covid especially like podcast hosts have gotten really great about batching all their shows and getting ahead of the game um so they don't get caught like how we did with covid and everybody was home and couldn't record podcasts and so you have to just keep that in mind it's just the time frame that you know you can reach out to a podcast host and they may say I'm already full for the year, you know, but don't get bummed because there's another podcast to pitch out there. You know, there's, there's one, you know, it's still others to reach out to. And, um, but yeah, I mean, I think again, saying it's easy, I think as long as you can, you know, just really show the host that you're going to show up to serve their audience. Cause like I said, the, there are shows that you can pitch your book to, you know, like specifically your book to talk about your book. But most shows you're going to want to, you know, it's the, it's the content that's going to serve the listeners that you really need to zero in on and and make sure you're not pitching something that they just, you know, they just aired an episode on, you know, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> that's the exact same thing because that's going to be an instant no. You know, you really want to make sure that you're you're bringing a new topic to them and, and that you're really going to show up to serve their audience. And yeah, I can't imagine a host would turn that down. Yeah. And it's, I mean, in what you're saying, it's, it's also about doing some research ahead of time mm-hmm. to find that match to make sure that you're not pitching a show that only does solo episodes or anything like that. What kind of what other pieces or, you know, uh, elements should they investigate before pitching a podcast, right? You mentioned match. Um, other, what, what else comes to mind? Yeah, well, I think long before you start pitching, I would, if you, you know, if you're able to, I would definitely look at just building a relationship with podcast hosts. So, you know, as you, as you hear podcasts and you think, I might want to be a guest on that someday. And a lot of times authors will think, okay, well, when my book is out, I'll reach out to this podcast. But, you know, you could do that way ahead of time and, and just start building a relationship with them by, you know, you can review their podcast, you can follow them on social media, you can you know, sign up for their email list and engage with them so that your name is always fresh in their mind and and let them know that, you know, so they can start seeing you're somebody that could possibly serve their audience in the future. Or, you know, you could even do it before your book comes out. I mean, you could be pitching and, and growing your email list for when the book comes out. Um, if the episode was to air, you know, before your release date. But yeah, I think definitely doing, um, building the relationships, I think definitely doing the research. And you said something and it totally, I was going to answer that and I totally escaped my mind. Sorry, it would probably come back to me. But um, yeah, just definitely vetting them and then reaching out to them. I like to reach out on email and mm-hmm. just... Again, like everybody wants to find like the quote unquote perfect pitch template and they're all over the internet, (laughs) but don't, I mean, I wouldn't download that, you know, and just like fill in what you need to fill in and make it be kind of like this cookie cutter. I would really take the time to personalize it, you know, and be as short and succinct as you can 
with, but at the same time, given the host enough information to where they can make a decision to move forward with you um, as a possible guest. And so one of the things I always like to encourage people is just to go check out the website of the host, because sometimes they have a guest forum. And especially if you're pitching podcast in the entrepreneur space, they almost always have a form for their guests to fill out so that they can, you know, they can do their vetting on you. So always look there first because um, you want to fill that form out. You don't want to have to, you know, you don't want to take time crafting this really great email and then they're just going to automatically auto respond with, here's my form, you know? So you're like, oh darn, well, you know, there's lots of things on that form I might not have thought of. So now I'm going to take some time to, you know, think through those responses. But yeah, those are the the things um, that I would focus on. And again, in your email, you're really just want to make sure, um, you know, that you address the host by the correct name and just, again, just, you know, briefly introduce yourself and let them know what value you can bring to their listeners and, you know, just a couple of talking points and just make it, you know, super short and simple and, you know, a link to your website so they can check you out and then just leave it in their hands to, you know, to get back with you and and ask you for more information, but don't overwhelm them. Cause I know a lot of podcast hosts, they open up their email box and they're just like, okay, I don't have time to read this. And they close it down. (laughs) Well, then they forget, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yeah, I think those are all, all good, all good points to, to, you know, start your outreach. Yeah. And the biggest thing and most important is I'm hearing is just do the research beforehand Mm -hmm. just don't get the email address and just blast out your stuff do the due diligence of doing the research and that alone is going to increase the likelihood that you'll get a response they actually end Mm -hmm. up on that podcast right yes definitely yeah yeah because i mean podcast hosts they get a lot of pitches you know even Mm -hmm. like solo shows they don't have guests they get a lot of pitches because that's what happens is somebody you know finds a list of podcasts somewhere and starts just kind of cookie cutter pitching them and um, yeah, that's not going to that's not going to get you the yes that you want with podcast hosts. So, yeah, just take a little bit of time. It doesn't take a lot of time. It shouldn't be super time consuming, um, you know, just to, to know, kind of do your due diligence ahead of time and and have a list of your topics ready and, and be able to, yeah, start sending your outreach. I love that. Do you also help the authors with how to show up on the podcast as well once they're there? You know, I haven't really done a lot of that because I haven't done a ton of guesting myself. I mean, I've done, I've definitely been a guest, but not, you know, as, as active as probably an author would be when they've got a book coming out. But I know there's others that do that and do that really well. And there's, and there's lots of podcast episodes out there that talk about it as well. But I think, I mean, what I would say is really just making sure the focus is on you're showing up to serve. You're not showing up to sell, you know, your book or your services. The the host will always give you an opportunity to talk about that at the end of the interview, typically. But you just really want to show up and, and you know, you're just be thinking you're making that connection with your potential readers and also building a relationship with the host. And so you just want to show up really well and and serve really well because you never know what might happen afterwards, you know, what, where that relationship may go. And I think that's probably the biggest thing. I mean, I think, you know, Typically, a host will have, um, you know, information that right when you book the interview, they'll have information that they send you on how you're going to connect. And, you know, if it's audio video, if it's, you know, if they have questions for you or want you to send questions or if it's just a super casual conversation and just, you know, be ready to talk, they'll kind of give you some input on that. Um, but, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing is, is you know, just showing up to serve really well, I think, is is the biggest thing. And then I will say after the interview airs is probably even more important is making sure you share it, you know, make sure you share it with your friends and followers or your email list and tag the host and just make sure that they know 
you know, you appreciate that opportunity that they've given you to, to serve their listeners and, and your potential readers. So I think that's um, super important. But yeah, just, I think, stay on topic, whatever the host lets you know that the topic's going to be, just make sure you stay on topic. And um, that's all I can really think of. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's amazing, amazing advice. Now, for for those that are listening, I highly recommend checking out Kim's podcast because she goes into way more detail with some amazing guests on these topics as well. All right, it's time for a short break. Let's hear a word from one of our sponsors. Are you an author and ready to leverage your book? Maybe you have a great idea for a course or program, but you need help fleshing it out with someone and making sense of what you have. If that's you, I want to invite you to schedule a free half-hour strategy session with me. We'll take a look at your content together, talk about your goals, and I'll provide my professional and honest recommendations. No salesy stuff or surprises. So to schedule a call, visit theauthorsleverage.com forward slash course strategy. All right, now back to the show. And so a question that came to mind also was, what kinds of goals should an author set when it comes to podcast guesting, right? Especially from Mm -hmm. a marketing perspective, right? The data Mm -hmm. and saying that we're progressing towards a goal is really important. So Mm -hmm. what sort of, uh, you know, goals should there be? And should should it be around how many podcasts you actually are on, you know, and and that sort of thing? What do you recommend that they look at when setting those goals in podcast guesting? (laughs) Yeah, and it's yeah, it's definitely different, you know, for everybody because I think obviously with authors, the first one that comes to mind is is book sales, right? If you're getting on podcast, are you selling books? And that and it can be hard to measure because of just the way podcasting is, right? If you if you knew you were getting on a bunch of podcasts and they were going to air release week, you know, you could definitely look at your numbers. If you're self-published, you know, your Amazon numbers. If you're traditionally published, you may be relying on your publisher to kind of give you that feedback, but um, you could look at those numbers, but again, you don't you don't always know when it's going to air and you know at least after it airs you could look maybe that week was there a jump in your sales to see if that you know if that's what happened um but or if you sell it you know on your own website you could probably tell a lot more but it would it would all be depending on when you know when the episode airs but it might be you know like especially before your book release like if you're if you're getting on podcast and um getting out there and increasing your visibility and growing your platform you know you might be looking at your email list you know is your email list growing over this time as as episodes air whether it's that day they air or the week they air um if you're a podcast host you might be just growing your own podcast but you're kind of using your book as that vehicle of of topic of conversation and you know you can see are you getting more downloads when a you know a guest episode releases um but you know like again before a book release like even you know people that are just writing and hoping to publish one day they you know they may just be measuring their their platform like you said is you know am i getting on a lot of podcasts you know over however much time and however much time you know and effort it's taken to do that am i getting a lot of podcasts at air you know because you're able to put them on your website and you can kind of look back and be like wow that's pretty impressive I see all these logos on my website and and that looks you know that that definitely elevates my visibility and my you know uh, what people see as me I'm the expert in the niche again right from um, speaking on a lot of podcasts but you know it might be you're building your social media so you want to follow those social media numbers are they growing when a podcast episode comes out or 
you know, it could be, again, you're building relationships with host and, you know, afterwards the host might ask you to do a training in their private membership or something, you know, you could measure it that way, or maybe y'all decide to do a future collaboration. So it's, sometimes it's really hard to measure, but, you know, there are certain goals you could set that are, you know, you can measure. It's just, it might not be like on under just a specific time frame. Mm-hmm. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah, it does. And it's different for everybody mm-hmm. as well, depending on what your goals are and what you're looking to do. Um, but I love it. You think from the end and, for, you know, and, and bringing it to now. Think from the end to the start. Um, I'm curious, too, what your thoughts are around Clubhouse, which Clubhouse is that app that, um, you know, it's, it's like social media, audio. Uh-huh. It feels like you're listening to a podcast, but you're not because it's live. Uh-huh. But then there's other people that can join in. It's just this very new uh, a, a way that we're able to keep the conversation going. So how mm-hmm. do you see that coinciding with uh, the thought of guesting on podcasts, are they similar? Is it too different? You know, what, what do you advise uh, when it comes to this new app? <laughs> yeah, you know, I just heard recently, probably like in the last week, and I haven't even checked into this, but they said you can now record your rooms, you know, whenever you go speak. I just saw that. So I haven't even looked. I probably shouldn't because I haven't looked into the details of it, but I heard that that was a new feature that you could record your rooms. And so mm-hmm. that kind of changes the game, right? Because you could use it as a podcast host, that content, you could use it as a guest and do different things with it. But yeah, I love, you know, I, I love podcasts. I just forget, I mean, Clubhouse, I just forget about it. You know, I forget about yeah. making the time to go on there. Um, but yeah, it's been so fun to see different rooms where authors are speaking and, you know, you could host a room around your own topic um, and invite people in, you know, share, kind of like you would be hosting your own podcast, right? And then if you're, you know, again, if you're building relationships with people that have rooms and be able to speak on certain topics in those rooms, you know, I think it would be an amazing way to grow your other platform. I would just make sure and encourage you to make sure that your profile reflects that you are an author. If you have a book coming out, you know, maybe you're, you're, yeah, they, I think they give you like one link in there. Maybe you can do multiple links in your profile. I can't remember, mm-hmm. but, you know, make sure they lead to your book page or, you know, your email list, something like that. Just make sure you're super strategic about that because, yeah, the more active is you're on there, people are going to check out your profile and want to know what you're all about. So, yeah, I think it's I think it's a super way to build your platform. I know, like I said, I just haven't investigated the recording side of it, but I think it would be really great. Yeah, I was on I, I was on the app and I and was in, invited up to the stage uh-huh. to contribute to the conversation. And there were three other authors on there whom I had learned so much from and they were all on the same stage. And I got to ask oh, them wow. questions, which is really neat. Um, uh, so I, I love seeing that and seeing that, you know, the authors are utilizing these platforms in that way. Uh-huh. And so I'm curious for from your experience and and all the authors and those that you've been connected with who you've been like really impressed with in terms of their ability to of course they, their work is great they've published this piece of work but they're also really intentional and doing such an amazing job and how they keep the conversation going whether it's on podcast and you know stages and and other things who who for you are you uh, really you would say you're impressed with or that you really enjoy uh, most Gosh, yeah, there's probably so many. Um, you know, uh, one that comes to mind right away is John Acuff. Do you know John Acuff? He writes a lot in the professional development space, and um, he's wrote several books. In, uh, sorry, Parshall, she kind of stumped me on that one. <laughs> uh, it's okay. <laughs> I'm like, wait, there's so many authors, but I can't think of any. Um, but, you know, he does a really great job of when 
um, he's always had like this, and I'm going to, I'm going to mess it up, but it's like this, you know, this annual challenge of kicking off the new year. And he always seems to wrap up his, whatever the content is. I mean, he puts out a lot of books and they're amazing. And so he, you know, usually like around the first of the year, it'll be around whatever that theme of that book is, or he'll come up with some kind of challenge throughout the year, you know, that everybody wants to jump on. Cause we're all of course into self-development, right? Trying to improve ourselves. Um, but you know, he just does a really good job of that, like doing challenges challenges where you're bettering yourself and he does a lot of podcast guesting he has hosted his own podcast i think some of them have gone in alignment with their book uh, with his book and then you know his emails are always real informative and i always open them you know when they come so i love that i don't don't even know i haven't followed him on social media in a while so i can't even tell you what he's doing there but he's really great at doing that um and I was trying to think, oh, you know, speaking of that, that was one thing I was just going to mention. This is not like author specific, but I have noticed there have been some authors that have done, when we talk about podcasting, have done what I now know the term for it is a capsule podcast. And um, one of my podcasting mentors, Angie Trueblood, just shared about this on her podcast, Go Pitch Yourself. She had a guest on there that does capsule podcasts, you know, so it's basically, she was talking about doing like a six episode podcast and around a specific topic. And I've noticed there's been authors that I've come across when I've been searching out podcasts that have a podcast specifically, it might be a similar name to their book. It might even be the same name as their book. And so they just have like solo episodes, you know, six to 10 episodes. And it's basically, you know, the chapters of their book, you know, for lack of a better word. But it just, you know, again, it just sits out there forever and you can go discover it anytime. And obviously you're going to want to know more about their book. So um, I was trying to think, you know, some authors that have done that have been really cool. I can't even think of anybody's name to share, but um, but I think that's a cool way. You know, the other thing too, um, this is for authors and by an author, I guess too, is uh, Thomas Umstead Jr. He hosts the Novel Marketing Podcast. I don't know if you know him, Marshall, I should hook you two up. Um, he has a podcast called the guest cast and what he so he has he has novel marketing is a podcast he hosts where he interviews authors and you know anybody that that serves authors all kinds of things on authors publishing and writing um, but he has what he created was called a guest cast and it's basically a podcast of all his guest episodes so that you can go you know hear all his different guest episodes which is really cool because it you know for a podcast host it it, it elevates them you know like they're getting new downloads all the time and it also shows what he can talk about um but that's just another cool thing i've seen authors do um i'm trying to think of anything else there's i mean there's just you know there's so many things going on right now that 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 people are taking advantage of and i think just you know putting your own unique spin on things when you see authors doing something new and cool because you know again they may be taking advantage of like clubhouse but we don't know how long clubhouse is going to be around i think it's gonna be around a long time because everybody mm-hmm. loves listening to audio um but you know it's like you have to really see what other people are doing and then you know figure out does that fit for me do i have time for that is that where my you know readers are i think that's the super important thing is you know you see other authors doing some really cool stuff and you want to do it but then you have to really step back and go is that where my readers you know are gonna be at and be connecting with me so is that really a good fit for me to do because sounds fun it looks fun but you know if it's not a fit you don't want to waste your time on it so yeah I'm trying to think of any other authors you've stumped me so I'll have to come back to it's that. okay <laughs> I, I I love I love the these tactics really it's just uh, uh the strategy you mentioned the capsule podcast uh-huh. which is incredible and then the other the guest cast uh, or that concept yeah. like that's pretty cool too just to yeah, compile all just, of those yeah 
Yeah, you could just link to them and let hosts know. Um, the other thing I was sharing after I heard Angie's podcast about Capsule Podcast was I was thinking, you know, that's such a great way to, because we didn't talk about this, but, you know, when you're a podcast host and you're pitching podcasts, you kind of have a step up on anybody else that might be pitching because you could offer a swap if yes. it's if it's a, a match, you know, for if your mission and their mission match up and in the topics, you could offer that as a swap because I know a lot of podcast hosts are doing that because they want to grow their own platforms. Um, and I got to thinking, well, you know, if you didn't, if you were an author that didn't have a podcast and had no desire to start a podcast necessarily, an ongoing podcast, you know, you might look at doing some kind of a capsule podcast. It doesn't even have to be about your book topic, but it could be about something so that when you're pitching to be a guest, you could offer that as a swap. You know, like you could just sit down and go, okay, I'm going to do 10 episodes. So I'm going to reach out to 10 podcast hosts, offer a swap on this specific, you know, topic um, and, and, you know, be able to do that. And, and again, just be a little bit of a leg up on other people pitching podcast. That's so awesome. I love it because it's such a, it's a strategic way of, of going about it, right? To really yeah. not just be like, okay, I'm just going to go be on podcast uh-huh. or to make a podcast, but to think uh, really strategically about how it's all connected, which is, yeah, I think definitely. it's really powerful. It makes it worthwhile. So mm-hmm. can you share a little bit as well? Because I know that there's a specific way that you work with authors, right? Can you talk mm-hmm. a little bit about what that looks like and, and what you offer to them? Yeah, you bet. So I do um, a limited amount of one-on-one pitching nowadays um, that is on my own. I also do some pitching for a podcast pitching agency. And so we would we would work one-on-one to represent the author. And my sweet spot is kind of coming either either before or after like a large PR firm that traditional publishers would hire um, because it's that's you know it's a lot of intense pitching at that point and podcast some of the PR firms have you know they have such great relationships with the top podcasts that get you know authors want to be on so I think they do a much better job of that but I love coming either before that and helping an author build their platform by guesting or coming in you know after it and just again like you said just keep refreshing that message um, and reaching new readers, you know, long after your book has released. But I also do VIP days if, if an author has, maybe they have a VA on their team and they're just wanting to get their strategy down, get their pitch list of shows to reach out to and get a pitch template created. And I can help them do that so that then they can just turn around and have their VA start pitching for them the very next day. And I also have a, um, just a baby beginner course. If somebody's just like, I don't even know how to start pitching myself, then they could come and take advantage of the podcast pitching for authors mini course and just just help them just get like what we've talked about today, just kind of get a jump start um, and start pitching themselves and just, you know, seeing if they like being a guest on podcast and then, you know, they can obviously bump that up and just really um, start doing sprints on it or, you know, just really hitting it hard or taking a break when they want. And, you know, if they have multiple books, they have multiple topics to talk about. And so, yeah, lots of good stuff there. That's amazing. And some of those links, I believe you've already shared. So for those listening, those will be in the show notes for you to check out. So um, as we start to wrap up here, Kim, a couple other questions. Uh, One would be, uh, what would be your parting words of advice to those that are listening? I guess to kind of sum up the things that we've shared and what your last, you know, what your wisdom would be for them. And um, and also too, what when you hear the, the word author's leverage or that phrase, I should say, what comes to mind for you? What 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 does that mean to you? 
Um, I think what's well, so funny, just based on what we talked about, I would say like authors leverage, I would think about, you know, how we can leverage each other's platforms um, and serve them well, you know, not just leverage them selfishly, but serve them well. Um, and I know like, like what you're doing, Parshel, I mean, invite me to be a guest on your podcast. I mean, it's such an honor to be able to do that and to be able to serve, you know, other people's listeners that you may have no way of connecting with otherwise. So I think that's super fun it, to be able to do that. And, you know, it's, it's, it just, you know, you spilled some great relationships. And again, you just never know where it's going to go in the future. Like, you know, again, we didn't know each other until you reached out to me through my podcast. But yet, I immediately, as soon as I knew what you did, I was just like, I know all these people that you need to connect with because, you know, we all serve authors, but, you know, we all serve them in so many different ways. Um, and then I think, you know, my parting words, I would just, you know, really encourage authors to get out there and pitch yourself to be a guest on podcasts. So, you know, again, don't wait until your book releases or don't think it's too late if your book has already released, because again, there's just so many podcasts out there and the listeners, they want to be encouraged and they want to learn new things um, and be inspired and just, you know, remember just like Parshall and I today, I mean, it's just a casual conversation. We're to share what we're passionate about, but it's just a super casual conversation when it's being recorded. It's typically, you know, just between two people and then you get to encourage all these other listeners that you don't even know how many people's lives you might be changing and um, and inspiring along the way so yeah I definitely encourage people to do it and you know the other thing I was going to say is um, you know sometimes when we look at podcasts we start kind of getting wrapped up in numbers which I know is uh, just part of marketing, right? We, we, we want to make the, the most out of our time. But, you know, when you look at podcast numbers and, and the only way we can really gauge it publicly is by looking at their ratings when reviews, we can't, we don't get to know their download numbers unless they're huge and they share them on their website. But, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't disregard, you know, a smaller, what, what you would think of as a smaller podcast by the number of views or maybe their social following because they may just be getting started and, Believe me, just no one from pitching podcasts, you know, if you wait, then they're going to all of a sudden be so full and, you know, their show is going to be growing. You're going to be like, oh, I wish I would have pitched them way back when I first discovered them, you know, and um, and don't and again, don't um, don't discount them, too, because I think podcasts that have a smaller community, they're so dedicated to their hosts like they are there, they're showing up and they fully trust the host is going to, you know, bring them value with their guest and, and they're likely, you know, more likely to take action and, you know, be somebody you want to connect with and, and, you know, they might buy from you or, or partner with you in the future. That's so powerful. So, so powerful. Kim, thank you for being here with me today. I also want to acknowledge you for, uh, you know, stepping up in this in this new round, you know, and how you're serving authors today. I think it's incredible. It's so useful. And uh, acknowledging you as well. I know that you are a woman of integrity. You mean what you say, do what you say, you know, that you say you're going to do, you do it. And uh, I, I just find you to be a, a trustworthy person. Um, even though we've just met, that's just how I, I feel uh, with you. And uh, I just acknowledge that. And I'm appreciative that you've spent some time with me today. It really has been an honor. Oh, thank you. It has been my honor, Parshall. I'm so glad that we connected. Me too. Awesome. Well, thank you all again for hanging out. This has been The Author's Leverage. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Author's Leverage. You can subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcast. Hey, do me a favor. If you found this helpful, leave us a review and share this episode with someone it could help along their journey check out more resources, visit theauthorsleverage.com. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, 